going on? Welcome back to another episode of the one of the Arsenio ZSL podcast. Today's about being her, goddammit. We've already talked about meetings. We've talked about how we can make meetings effective. But the problem is a lot of meetings just do not go anywhere. You guys have already heard me talk about the meetings I've had in the past, so I won't talk about them again. All right. But to be honest with you, meetings are like they're an ideal opportunity to like to share points of view the best place to discuss key decisions a safe environment in which to discuss okay or make oh yeah discuss important issues a rare chance to you know to talk to people from other departments you know and some of you may agree with that uh, or some of the things I just said, or some of you may not, a lot of you may believe that it's the perfect excuse to find an entire morning to just waste time. And remember, I told you guys that I used to, you know, coach some executives in corporate finance at one of the big banks out here in Thailand. And one of them said, Hey, AJ, I was, in, you know, AJ's my nickname out here in Thailand. Cause they can't say my first name. They said, Hey, I've been in the meetings since last night. And I said, wait, last night, what time? Five. And I said, when did the meeting finish? Oh, 5 a.m. this morning. I said, what? You were in a meeting for 12 hours? See, that's not, you're, you're dying. I don't understand the CEO of that company, the shareholder, the founder, whatever you want to call him. How the, how the hell? Like, he must not really give a damn unless this is an urgent meeting because COVID this, COVID that, that might make sense. But a 12-hour meeting? It doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? And for people to have to sit through that for that long, it's unacceptable, right? Let's just put it that way. So me, again, I hear some of my students, whether they're doctors, they're business owners, uh, dentists, pharmacists, professionals, lawyers, stuff like that. They're all like professionals. And, you know, when I hear them say, oh, I had a meeting and the meeting was one hour and nothing got done and this and that. I'm just like, oh, my God, that sounds like a nightmare. Me, on the other hand, I never had meetings. The last meeting I recall having was April of 2020. And that was during, you know, the whole COVID shutdown. And to be honest with you, I was so I, I was worried about some of the people in that meeting because, you know, the looks on their faces. There was a Thai teacher there that looked, I don't know. I felt like she gave me a look of desperation, but she was also there for excitement to know that, okay, I am getting classes because again, you could only imagine having your whole life just shut down. And let's just say X amount of your salary, just go right out the window, whether it's like 70% North of that. It's very, it was very difficult for a lot of people, including myself. You know, I was lucky. I had a couple of twats who I was speaking to for the the next five months or four months that, uh, you know, I had worked for in terms of training and stuff like that. And I was able to hurry up and, you know, be able to make a little bit more money, uh, you know, with them over the, the really terrible months, you know what I mean? Uh, that everything was shut down, but to be honest with you, yes, we had a couple of meetings, uh, uh, but nothing big. They, they could be very, very unproductive at times because there's no agenda. And so we've talked about it before. I've talked about it before. Now we're going to listen 
to eight business people from different countries complaining about their meetings. Now, A through H is what you're going to have to listen for. A, there's no fixed agenda. B, preparation is lacking. C, only the boss's opinions count. D, it's all about status. E, the follow-up is never clear. Hmm. F, meetings go on too long, like I said. G, no decisions are made. Oops. And then H, interruption is a problem. Oh, that is so annoying, isn't it? And so what we're going to do right now, we are going to listen together to some of these and Let's listen to what these business people have to say. Extract one. So let's get into it. It's a joke, really. This idea that everyone's opinion is valued. I mean, how much can you disagree with the boss? After all, she's the boss. Wow. Okay. So how much could you disagree? And that's and it goes to show you that uh, the way that that company is probably, you know, it's not inclusive. It's top heavy. Right. So all decisions are handed down from the top. So whoever tries disagreeing with the boss or even giving their opinion, how much could you actually say? Because the boss has the last say. It's totally it's a joke. It's a waste of time. It's very unfortunate. But there are a number of companies and uh, millions, billions of jobs around the world in different countries where this does happen, unfortunately. So let's keep it going. Extract two. You often leave a meeting not really knowing what you're supposed to do next, what the action plan is. I usually end up phoning people afterwards to find out what we actually agreed. You see what I mean? So, again, this goes back to the meeting I had seven years ago with grumpy old teachers just screaming at each other like, I don't have any work. But you are 60 years old and you're looking for work? Jesus Christ. Uh, and so, you know, the follow-up after that, there was no follow-up. You know, in 2015, 2016, there was training. I would host some of the workshops and talk about, uh, you know, a variety of different things with some of, uh, you know, the teachers. I would go to different parts of Bangkok to give presentations about the conversation course that I had created at the time. And it was so exciting, you know, me being able to have that project on my own and to give these, you know, these presentations and to you know, uh, go across town and do the variety of things that I did. Just amazing. So grateful for all of those opportunities. Uh, but at the same time, the follow-up is like, okay, so you are now able to do this. Uh, all able-bodied people. Uh, I'm not exactly, um, you know, I'm not exactly sure what, you know, people do, in, you know, in terms of how they teach and whatnot, but I still remember, and I said this the other day, and I'm going to hurry up and close this up so we can get on to the, uh, the audio. Um, this lady who didn't like Black teachers at all, and I remember she saw a photo of 15 white teachers and one Black teacher in the photo. He, he was Nelson. That was his, uh, He was from Uganda. She complained to the manager at my branch saying, why did you put the Black teacher in the photo? I said, holy shit, this is a place I worked for. Goodness gracious. So nonetheless, uh, I remember giving a presentation in front of her and I'm just looking at her. And, you know, I ended up proving that I was the bomb. I didn't have anything to prove, but of course I already knew my potential. And it's so funny afterwards, she's like, oh, where are we going to get the teachers to teach conversation? I said, if you don't have, if none of these teachers teach or can teach this, they're not teachers. You need to let them go. See, this is what happens when you hire based on color rather than what, pe what teachers' experience and skills are. 
I'm just saying. Let's keep it going. Extract 3. Nobody seems to come to the meeting properly prepared. If you want a copy of the report, they don't have it with them. Need to see the figures? They'll get back to you. It's hopeless. Ah, uh, there it is. Lack in preparation. Let's keep it going. Extract 4. You often get several people all talking at the same time, so no one's really listening to anyone else. They're just planning what they're going to say next. It's survival of the loudest. Survival of the loudest. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, yep, yep, there it is. It's all about ego. Oh, man, terrible. Let's keep it Extract going. Extract five. They're usually badly organized. Nobody sticks to the point. People get sidetracked all the time. It takes ages to get down to business. As they say, if you fail to plan, you plan and to fail. I love her accent. I love. I don't know if that's Italian or Russian, but she's like, everybody gets things on all the time. I love it. I love that accent. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, there it is. I, I mean, listen, you got to have, man, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. I'm done. Extract six. You know, even before you begin, who's going to argue with who? The facts don't seem to matter. It's all about scoring points, looking better than your colleagues, and impressing the boss. Sounds like a terrible plan. Extract seven. Let's keep it going. I try to stop them overrunning. We sometimes hold meetings without chairs. That speeds things up a lot. I've even tried showing the red card to people who won't shut up, like in football. Not popular. <laughs> Extract oh eight. Oh, my gosh. Well, to be honest, everybody knows we don't actually decide anything in meetings. The boss already knows what he wants to do anyway. Oh, man. And so what are the points of meetings? Again... I hear my students, my students on Sundays, my students, uh, oh my God, just about everywhere, especially especially at uh, the company that I uh, still currently train at. Uh, they're always saying, oh, well, we have a meeting, 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 meeting. I'm like, guys, what's going on here? Like, and the thing is, they hurry up and get down to brass tacks with their meetings and stuff, but it takes away the productivity of getting things done. And so, you know, there's one student who really hasn't shown her face in a very, very long time. And I'm like, dude, where is she? Oh, she's in a meeting. She's busy. She's in a meeting. She's busy. And I'm just like, oh my God, man, I'm just never going to understand. But at the same time, I'm very uh, grateful because I never, uh, you know, th there are other people who actually can come to class who are really, who really give a damn who really give a damn. So a lot of people who always make the, you know, the, oh, the, the, the meetings, the, the, we're, we're too busy, we're too this, we're too that. We really don't have to, you know, there's not much more that I, I you, you know, that I can give to them. And then again, you just have to make a decision to show up. So again, if I look at my, you know, my, some of my, uh, oh, the only pre-intermediate class that I have there, you know, last week, uh, I'm so grateful because, you know, there was a new employee that has shown up and her English is so good. You know, she's like a better version, a more livelier version of the girl who would come there with just a really snooty and snobby attitude. Uh, and then she opened up probably after about four weeks, but now she just never shows up to class. And I'm like, cool, don't show up. There's another girl, the lady there that really just half asses everything. And I'm like, okay, guys, get ready for this group activity. She's done in like one minute and then she gives a bullshit spit. And I'm like, 
you're really devaluing what I actually put together. If you're not going to give it your all, don't even show the fuck up. And, and, and that's the problem with a lot of people, like especially older heads out here in Thailand. They just don't really want to put in 100% max effort. And then they give a half-ass speech or a half-ass role play. And I'm like, that's it. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. And then I'm like, okay, on to the next thing. Like I'm running through this, like one, two, three, four, five. What did you take away from any of that? You don't even know because you half-assed it. And so, uh, you know, it's funny, you know, going and how I maximize my time traveling is while I'm sitting on the train and stuff, I'm writing out all the course reports and everything. And these course reports, they are menacing. They are not good at all. These people, like, I'm like, okay, D, D minus. And I tell them in the comments, like, hey, you brought a bullshit ass attitude to class. You really didn't want to learn to begin with. Okay, I, I said so many things, but you know what? This could be just transforming for them. Now, am I ever going to go back there? Fuck no, I'm never going to go back there. I'm never going to speak to these people ever again. But at the same time, I'm really happy that I heard, uh, you know, that being able to train in companies out here in Thailand is, if I could train out here in Thailand, I could train in any country around the world because the disinterest and uninsp uninspiration, yes, I just created my own word, the uninspiration of these uh, of these students is just so hard to bear. And then it makes you question yourself like, oh, they're not this, they're not that. I, and, and to top this off, but again, I know we're talking about meetings, but when we look at enthusiasm, it's so hard. And going to, and being back at one of the worst English camps I've ever been to, the worst English camp in the worst 72 hours I ever had to endure in my life, was doing a government school uh, English camp that was, wasn't poorly prepared. We were totally ready. It was just, everyone was against us. The students hated us. And it's because the teachers and directors of the school who didn't know us helped the students hate us. So aside from maybe about five students who had smiles on their faces, the other ones were totally rude. And me coming from the South, I'm like, dude, the South, they are so much, they're much more welcoming. They love me and what I actually bring. What is it about Bangkok that is just totally shit? And so me, I'm just saying to myself, man, I'm so, so, so grateful because, you know, after doing that specific English camp and, um, you know, dealing with, you know, students who didn't even want to show up, I was like, Oh man, there was a time where, I, you know, some of them were like, you know, in their, I think they were in their rooms and I was like, no, go back in your room. They were like, why? I was like, you don't want to learn. You don't want to be a part of this camp. So go. And I remember I was so angry after they literally removed us in the morning because these students, basically it's group thing. Whatever mommy says, mommy or the Manupa, the older women out here, the teachers over 40 in Thailand, Whatever they say, and they if they tell the students, listen, look at them bad, make them feel bad, make them feel like this and that. I, the, and they just cut us off after around 10 a.m. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're literally just going to cut us off. I was so angry that I couldn't even say anything. I didn't say anything to those students. I didn't say anything to anyone. I had to get on a bus and go back to another part of you know, to back here to Bangkok, which I was still unfamiliar with. And it was tough. Let's just put it that way, people. But I just realized that with us and the amazing crew that I had at that time, the students were very unresponsive. But 
when there's a Thai teacher from this school who the students had known and everything, they were just so, ah! and the guy was so enthusiastic, like, hey, how's everyone going? And I'm like, I'm not going to give that to people who really don't appreciate it. And so I don't bring that energy to my, uh, you know, to younger children anymore. I don't bring that energy to specific conversations and specific uh, younger kids anymore because I feel like I would like to give that energy to people who are very receptive to that energy. So when I go into meetings, I don't adapt myself to the meeting. And again, I rarely do have meetings, but I say, listen, we're done at this time. The agenda is this, this, this. Let's hurry up and figure this out. We have one hour. Go. And that's how it goes. Now, when it comes to sharing my energy with specific individuals, if you don't give me energy, I can't, I'm not going to mess with you. And I'm going to top it off like this. I went way off the beaten path. I apologize. But there was a gym that I went to and used to go to. And 2020, they opened up their gym. They were amazing. These are people I had known from a previous gym. But all of a sudden, and after a while, they just end up changing. And the energy is so low. So let me give you an example. I told my friend, I said, man, I really don't know if I want to go to this gym. She's like, if you don't want to go, don't go. But then I said to myself, nah, I'll be all right. So my intent already going there was to not speak to anyone. I remember I went there and I'm like, man, what the fuck am I doing here? I walk in and you know, the shareholder is like, oh, I thought you were going to come today. Just make sure. And I said, excuse me, you said what? No, go read the messages. I told you I was going to come 21st and 28. Not my fault. You can't read. Don't you ever. And so me, I go into the bathroom. I said, oh, no, the hell this bitch did not just say that. I go back out there. The music is bad. The energy, you could just feel it in the air. It's terrible. You know, the even the workout itself was pretty like, dude, really? We're just jumping around doing squats. I could totally do this at home. Why aren't we utilizing the equipment and doing this and doing that? And after a while, you know, towards the end, I'm like, okay, class is finished. I'm out. And they asked me, hey, you're very quiet today. Why are you? They all asked me. And another guy in the bathroom was like, hey, man, you all right? And I'm like, you know what? I didn't tell him. But in my mind, I'm like, you know what? You know what's wrong with me? You guys suck. You guys have terrible energy and you guys are fake with your interactions i'm never going to come back here in my mind later on that night i sent that shareholder a message hey i'm not going to be coming next monday i'll let you know when i come back and that was the end that's the last message any of those people will ever get from me and it's just because the intent behind it this all goes with meetings and everything whatever energy whatever intent you have with the connections and the things that you speak to other people if you're not truthfully honest with the connection, if you're not truthfully honest with that energy that you bring and you're just very this or you're snobby like the students or you know, you're older and you think this and we should do it this way and you guys have already do must before we hadn't even gone to the English camp and going back to the gym, you're just taking everything for granted. You're taking the money for granted. You're taking the clients for granted. I don't want to be a part of it. And so guys, be true to your word is what I'm trying to say. And whether it's in meetings or whatnot and figuring out, we're going to be talking about this over the next three to four, you know, sessions on Tuesday and Thursday. <sighs> it's about cultural differences and 
understanding, you know, what is the intent of this meeting and setting that up from the very beginning. I'm your host, as always, over and out.